This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. Welcome back to the podcast. I am recording this right after Halloween. I hope you had a good Halloween. There is so much strong energy happening. I'm sure a lot of people have been feeling it. And this Halloween with the double full moon, the blue moon, big, big energy. And it's not just on Halloween. I mean, on Halloween specifically, you know, they say the veil is is thinnest between us and the spirit world, which definitely felt that. But this energy, super strong. I mean, from like the 28th to the second or third or so, but I mean, October in general, a lot of transformation, a lot of stuff rising to the surface. October, November are definitely some big months. And I am curious what came through for you over Halloween weekend. I think it's so, it's so sad. Halloween was on a Saturday this year, which is the best day to have Halloween. And, you know, I don't think people were doing their regular Halloween activities, but hopefully it gave people an opportunity to maybe do things they don't usually do. I know for me, it was nice just to hang out watch a movie and channel. A lot of stuff was coming through for me. I shared the morning of Halloween, this very simple, specific process was shown to me to really just bring certain things to a close, let things release, close certain chapters and call in what we want for our future very powerfully. I mean, with the intensity of this energy, there is no better time to affirm that you are closing certain chapters, letting things go, calling in that things are going to come to fruition. A really, really powerful time for change. If you are an up-level member, the video where I shared that specific process is not too late to do it. You could use this anytime. It was just really, really perfect for the energy over the weekend, but you could totally use it anytime, especially any full moon. But that process, I made a video about it and it is in the Uplevel membership. I also am going to post quite a few of the messages that I channeled in the membership as well. If you're not already a member, you can learn more about it. Check it out at christinathechannel.com slash membership. It's a monthly subscription. You can cancel anytime, but this is where I post all of my channeled messages, channeled videos, teach about manifestation, tapping into your intuition. And we have such an amazing community of like-minded women with the community forum and our monthly Q&A calls. We have monthly manifestation activation ceremonies, which are so much fun. And I love, love, love hearing afterward when you guys will message me and say, oh my gosh, the thing that I manifested literally happened an hour later. Yeah, it's, it's powerful energy. But the container alone is 
just a very powerful energy. So if you want to upgrade your intuition and tap into all of this, that is the place to be. You get course content, a ton of video trainings, exclusive blog posts, all of the live video calls. There's so, so much in there. So again, you can go to christinathechannel.com slash membership. It is currently open for enrollment. So snag your spot there. And while I am thinking about it, a lot of people have been asking me about the healing circles. So I have one to two healing circles a month, which are basically a combination of me sending 70 Ahai energy healing and then giving intuitive messages that come through for you. They're very powerful sessions. They're about two and a half hours long. It's a small group setting. So if you are interested in receiving the Ahai 70 healing or getting intuitive guidance from me, those are going to be the best way to do that. And you can sign up for the healing circles on my website. If you go to christinathechannel.com slash services, and there will be a link to sign up for any future circles. There are limited spaces. It's an intimate group and really powerful. So I love them so much. If you haven't yet experienced them, you can you can check it out and see if it if it calls to you. But I did just want to mention that because I've been getting a lot of questions about it recently. So that's how you can join a healing circle. I just got a new pair of Blue Blocks Blue Blockers and I am obsessed with them. I got the Hudson Frames, the blue light for daytime. If you work on your computer all day long, the blue light glasses from Blue Blocks are a must if you want to prevent migraines, headaches, digital eye strain, macular degeneration. I noticed that my head hurts so much if I don't wear my blue blocks. I wear the blue light lenses during the day. If you want some color therapy, you can also go with their summer glow. This is best for people who work under more intense artificial lighting. And if you struggle with seasonal depression, especially at this time of year, they have a slightly yellow tint. So you are getting that protection from the blue blockers plus the color therapy. And of course, in the evenings, the sleep plus red lenses. This is the only true 100% blue and green light blocking lens on the market for after sunset use. I've tried so many blue blockers before and I did not experience the same results that I experienced with blue blocks. This company really understands the science behind this. If your lenses are orange, you are not completely blocking yourself from the full spectrum of blue and green light that we want to block after sunset when the sun goes down in order to protect our sleep and balance our hormones. You'll notice a huge difference if you switch to the Sleep Plus red lenses. These are a must if you struggle with your sleep, if you have a hard time getting to sleep, staying asleep. Also, if you have low energy during the day, if you feel like you're not that productive during the day, if you struggle with any headaches, and also if you notice imbalances in your mood like feeling cranky, sleepy, tired, and if you have imbalanced hormones. So if you're looking to balance your hormones naturally, it's so important to optimize your sleep, of course, and optimize your circadian rhythm. And a big piece of this is wearing blue blockers. It's a simple thing to do. Everybody can do it. And blue blocks is the best. They have so many different frames that you can pick from. They have about 20 different frames. You can also send in your own frames and they can turn them into blue blocks for you. And they have a custom-made prescription service available as well. And I will tell you, I always get compliments on my blue blocks. I love their glasses. If you do not yet have a pair of blue blocks, 
If you don't use blue blockers or if you have any other brand of blue blockers, I am going to tell you, you need these in your life. You can check out all of their frames, learn about the science behind the brand by heading to blueblocks.com. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. And you can use my code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. Again, that's blueblocks.com. And you can use my code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. And when you get your pair, make sure you tag me on social media so I can see what pair of frames you got. So speaking of deep healing transformation and all of the big energy happening recently, I mean, over the last year, but especially the last couple months, I mean, October was a lot, a lot is rising to the surface. It can feel very unsettling for people and for other people it can feel very exciting but i really wanted to record an episode about ego death because i'm seeing it happen all around me and especially in the last few weeks a lot of the people who are very close to me i am just seeing things seemingly fall apart in in odd ways And as I tuned into it, seeing these patterns, I just felt like I needed to record an episode about it because I know it is happening for a lot of people right now. And we've been experiencing ego death on a collective level for a while now. And it's important to understand that this comes in, in different ways. It comes up in different parts of our lives and again, on different levels. So experiencing it on the collective level and then on the individual level and even groups within that. But what this really looks like is whatever your identity is attached to, that is the part of your life that you experience falling apart. It might feel like it was taken from you, everything's out of control. And it's that thing that made you feel like it was who you are. This is directly connected to your ego. That's who I am. This is part of a spiritual awakening. This is part of deep evolution, deep transformation. People talk about the dark night of the soul and, you know, pondering these questions of who am I feeling really depressed, lost, confused, looking for purpose. And then there's the, the ego death, which many people on a path to enlightenment will try to achieve it through psychedelics or other means. Personally, I believe in letting things occur in divine timing as they should. It's going to fall apart when it needs to fall apart. But the thing is, when you're not trying to have an ego death and you experience one, it is very turbulent, distressing, confusing, overwhelming. Your ego clung on to a certain identity, certain parts of your life to feel safe, to feel secure, to feel a sense of identity, and then it gets taken away. And then you're left with this question of, who am I really? It can be very painful. And on the collective level, as we have seen so much in in the world shift over the last year, for example, a lot of people were forced into this. I think one of the biggest examples has been A lot of these high-level CEOs, different people who make a lot of money, who have experienced everything fall apart, their business fall apart, having to step down from their positions. That's just one example. And people experience this on all ends of the spectrum. The thing they clung on to that made them feel safe, that made them feel like this is who I am, it got pulled apart. 
I see this a lot with athletes. I've had quite a few athletes on the show discuss this, maybe not using the term ego death, but talking about how they always played this sport. It was their whole life and then they couldn't anymore. And then who am I? What do I do? What is my worth? What is my value? People also experience this with relationships where they might have tied their whole identity or sense of self-worth to the relationship and their relationship falls apart. This comes with a lot of these extreme situations or traumas that we might experience, whether that is losing our health, money, relationships, looks. Chronic illness is often a catalyst for an ego death. I know it was a huge, it was a huge part of mine. I know for me, my identity was tied to academics. And I would say also certain relationships. And when I got really sick when I was in college and had to quit all of my all of my jobs that I had worked so hard to land these fancy internships, had to take time off school. I couldn't go to school. I could barely hold a conversation with somebody. My brain just wasn't working. It was, of course, the thing that I tied my sense of self-worth to. My whole identity was really around you know, being the smart one, excelling at academics, being ahead of everyone. And with that, that whole experience, I lost a lot, a lot of relationships and felt more alone than I ever had been before. And it was exactly what I needed to happen to learn to love myself in a new way and to learn more about who I really am and my true likes and explore where I derive my sense of self-worth from. And illness hit me again a few years later and had a similar effect where, you know, I had started to build my business and was building all of these relationships and my ego was was tied to it, how successful I was. And I got knocked down, could barely get out of bed, could barely work. It was the universe's gift to me saying, nope, if you are going to attach your ego to this, your identity to this, it's going to fall apart for you so that you can rebuild from a stronger foundation. And that's the thing. It really is happening for us, even though it can feel really painful as it happens. For me, looking back, I see different decisions I had to make where it was very much choosing between what my ego wanted and what I knew was in my highest alignment and best for me. I mean, even the decision, like (laughs) it's so simple, but to leave LA my ego really wanted to be in LA. My ego really wanted to stay in LA. And I just knew San Diego was a better place. Or even for me, like just moving north a bit in San Diego, my ego was like, no, I want to stay here. And I was like, nope, I need more quiet, more space, less people around me. And then of course, every time there's a pivot or transition, I have been going through, I'll say a a less intense ego death than I have before, but I definitely have felt some things around it in terms of with this whole pivot and brand change and feeling so like suffocated for so long because so much was not resonant. But then there was that ego part of me that wanted to still hang on to all of the connections I had built before, everything I had built up over the last five years, the name I had created for myself and and my ego was trying to tell me, no, like you've built this whole thing. Hang on to it. Don't throw it away. You're going to lose so many relationships. People are going to leave. So it would have been listening to my ego to stay where I was at, right? So really not choosing what was in highest alignment for me, but deciding to follow what my what my ego wanted. 
and making the brand change has made me feel so much better, so relieved, so much more myself, feeling like I don't really need to hold anything back anymore. I can talk about fully what I want to talk about. And yeah, I lost a lot of people, which is really sad to me, but I'm glad it happened now. And it's also allowed other relationships to become stronger and I think has opened the doors for new people to come in who are more my people. And then of course, with offerings, you know, I'm changing my business a lot and my ego really wants to keep seeing one-on-one clients and keep my groups the way they are. And I know that is not what the universe wants. I know that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. So I'm changing it and it scares me shitless, but I've also done much scarier things. And I know that I've learned so many times that whenever I hold on to things because of my ego, it falls apart. So it might feel scary in the moment. But in the long run, you look back and you're like, thank God, because I don't want to keep building on a foundation that's actually cracked, crumbling, not in my highest alignment. Now that it's the holiday season, there is no better time to cozy up with a warm, delicious Four Sigmatic Elixir. I have been drinking Four Sigmatic Elixirs for five years now, and I just love them because it's such an easy, delicious way to get my daily dose of functional mushrooms. All you have to do is add a packet to hot water, a smoothie, or any recipe that you want, and you are good to go. All of their products are tested for pesticides, heavy metals, irradiation, mycotoxins, and other factors, and made with wildcrafted or log-grown and certified organic mushrooms. Four Sigmatic Elixirs taste so good. I've tried other mushroom products before that taste straight up like dirt, and I just love these, and I can turn any of them into a warm little latte, just some coconut milk or some almond milk, add it to the elixir and I'm good to go. Especially at this time of year, I'm drinking hot drinks all the time and I use different Four Sigmatic products at different times of the day. So their chaga, which is amazing for supporting the immune system, I like to have in the morning and I love to have this as a latte. Their lion's mane, which is incredible for supporting memory and concentration and focus. I always want to have this on days when I really need to focus, when I have a lot of work to get done. And we all know that I am very serious about my productivity hacks. Cordyceps I use on days when I want extra energy, whether that's physical energy or mental energy. This is also really great around workouts before or after to support recovery. And I love that it's just natural energy without any caffeine. If I do want some caffeine, their mushroom coffee is great if you are very sensitive to caffeine and get the jitters. It's only 50 milligrams of caffeine per serving and it's balanced out with the functional mushrooms so you're getting extra benefits. But I'll say this time of year, my most used for Sigmatic elixirs are their reishi mushroom elixir mix and their mushroom hot cacao. Their mushroom hot cacao is hot chocolate with some reishi in it. And you literally just need to add water. You can add some nut milk in there too if you want but it's this delicious warm cacao drink and that reishi helps you just calm down, relax, get ready for bed. So good for the adrenals to have that reishi every day. And it tastes so good. I'm obsessed with Four Sigmatic. I literally carry a bag. I carry a bag with me everywhere with like a hundred packets. I'm not joking. So if you want to try out any of my faves or any other products from Four Sigmatic, you know I have a discount code for you. Just head to foursigmatic.com slash CRW and that code CRW will get you 15% off. Again, that's foursigmatic.com, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com and my code CRW will get you 15% off. And ego death brings us closer to the truth of who we really are. And it's just about peeling back those layers and everything that we attach ourselves to. Like, no, this is me. It's gonna fall apart. It's interesting for me 
because as I go through my version of this, which right now is not as intense as it has been many times before, but I'm also seeing a lot of people really close to me experiencing it really, really hardcore and making these huge life decisions, letting go of some really long-term relationships, moving, packing up, selling all of their things, getting rid of their entire businesses, taking huge leaps of faith. And sometimes it's because they're very strongly guided to and they've learned to listen to it because otherwise, I mean, when we're guided and we don't listen, it happens anyways. And it it feels even more intense because it feels like we didn't make the choice. So for example, let's say that you are trying to build a business and it's from this very egoic place and it's becoming clear to you that what you really want to do is something else. What you're really called to do, what your purpose really is, is to go in a different direction. But this business you've built is making you a lot of solid income. It would be crazy to throw it away, right? It would be crazy to pivot if this other direction, you know, it feels more in alignment, you're more excited about it, you feel like it's really your purpose, but it's not going to make as much money. So you hold on to the other business and you love the praise you get for that business. You love the reputation you've built and how people admire you and respect you. It feels safe, secure, respectable. There's that piece inside you that thinks I should do this, but then your ego is attached to the business. It's logical. It makes sense. And you like that people think of you as this successful person. You have this whole image built up. So you're holding on to it because of your ego, because it feels safe. If you are meant to go through a deep transformation, a true awakening, the universe (laughs) wants this for you. It is part of your destiny. It's going to happen. It can go down in two ways. Number one, you take that leap of faith. You trust that nudge and you let go what your ego is holding on to even though it doesn't make sense, even though it's scary as hell and you go after your sole purpose, your true calling, and you trust that the universe will provide. Or you hold on to that business, the way you built it, the connections you've made, your image associated with that, and you hold on and at one point or another, it falls apart or it feels like it's taken away from you. Somebody goes after your business, you get cheated, there's a scandal, you lose relationships in your life because of it. It's usually mainly the thing that your ego identity was attached to in the context of that business. So if you're really tied to money, it's going to be the money. If you're really tied to the reputation, it's going to be the reputation. Or sometimes it's everything, right? And so really thinking about what is my identity attached to? What is my ego attached to that I feel like I have to be a certain way, show up a certain way, do a certain thing? It's from an egoic place. That is what is vulnerable to an ego death. That is what is vulnerable to completely falling apart. And again, it usually shows up as these big life events where everything feels like it's falling apart. Your business, your career, your relationships, your health, but it falls apart because it's actually allowing you to rebuild in a better way, not from a place of ego. It forces us to explore who we really are and why we strive for certain things, why we attach our identities to certain things. And we're given the opportunity to rebuild, not from an egoic place. And this connects back to two podcast episodes ago when I was talking about the power of intentionality. And this is something that's been coming through for me really strongly when I'm just tuning into what's happening energetically with 
my clients, the collective friends overall, what's the energy like? And they've been talking a lot about intentionality and why is everybody experiencing an ego death? Well, we are in the middle of a huge awakening. We are shifting from 3D to 5D consciousness. And in order for us to shift from 3D to 5D consciousness, we have to go through ego deaths. We have to go through this exploration of who am I really? And really explore this concept of self and exploring your intentionality behind why you strive for certain things, why you want to achieve what you want to achieve, why you hold on so tightly to certain pieces of your life, to certain relationships, to things you do, why you feel almost addicted to certain things. It is so key to look into the intention behind it because when it's coming from ego, as your consciousness expands, as you wake up, as the world wakes up, That's going to be the thing that bites you in the butt. That's going to be the thing that falls apart. And exploring the intentionality can help you get ahead of it. Because if you realize, oh shit, I'm doing this from a very egoic place, do the work to shift those intentions in terms of how and why you're building something. And that might help you not have as dramatic of an ego death as people who avoid it and then feel everything falling apart. An ego death is a catalyst for a spiritual awakening. These things are happening for us so that we can tune into ourselves, tune into our intuition so that we can think bigger picture, think about who am I really, but also what is larger than me? What is the meaning of all of this? When the thing that our ego is attached to falls apart, it gives us that opportunity to explore, well, do I really think that my purpose and the meaning of this life, all of this is really for me to be attached to that thing. Is it for me to look a certain way, to be the best at something, to run a certain type of business, to have a very specific relationship? Is this really what it is? If we avoid seeing what we need to see, the universe will knock us on our asses and force us to wake up. We will be pushed into it for our own good. And this is what is happening on a collective level and also very much on an individual level for many people. And this is how humility, integrity, and honesty protect us and make us stronger. But the awareness of this is key because a lot of people experience this and they don't know what it is or the greater purpose and understanding that it is for a larger purpose. It's actually so that you can rebuild from a better place so that you can wake up to something greater, something deeper, feeling a deeper purpose, reconnecting to your soul and really exploring the concept of self and identity and what that means to you. It's one of the greatest gifts and also really (laughs) painful and hard to get there. But people who don't experience this are really missing out. Honestly, they are really missing out. And these are the people who go through life just not getting it. And again, this is actually a good sign as we ascend to 5D consciousness. If you are meant to ascend, you are going to experience an ego death if you haven't already. Spiritual awakenings are not all rainbows and butterflies, let me tell you. You go deep into the darkness to come out in the brightest light and so much more clarity and so much more openness and so much more strength and a totally new perspective on the meaning of everything and really why you're here. So understanding this and why it's happening 
big time for a lot of people, especially right now, I think can be really helpful. Just that recognition instead of feeling like, oh my God, everything's falling apart. This sucks. I'm doomed. How can you find gratitude in what's happening now, knowing that there is a bigger picture? This is a challenge for you. The challenge is to trust the universe, source, God, to trust the larger plan. And that's difficult for people, but it's the people who can take that leap of faith and have full trust that it is for their highest and best and move through the process who are going to make the quantum leaps. You are being prepared for something so much greater. And when things fall apart, it's because we have to let them go to make space for something better to come in. It's because there's something better that we're supposed to be doing that we're not seeing. And so it's being taken away so that we have to pivot and look somewhere else. And it's falling apart so that when we rebuild, we are not rebuilding from a place of ego. We are learning to build from a high vibrational state of love, of humility, of integrity, of gratitude for what we do have. You know, it's people who have gone through losing everything or never having things who appreciate it the most. It teaches us not to take things for granted and to always stay rooted in gratitude. So if you're going through this, which can look like, I mean, it can look like cutting your hair, dyeing your hair, getting rid of your fake nails, can't go to the gym anymore, you have to quit your job, you lose the company, you lost all your clients, you're getting evicted, you have to move across the country, your partner breaks up with you, you feel like you're losing everything. It shows up in so many ways and I just want you to remember, don't compare your experience to anyone else's because what you are experiencing has been designed perfectly for you so that you can learn the lessons, the exact lessons you need to learn to make your transformation. But as you experience it, what do you do? What do you do? Well, first of all, recognizing it is key and actually showing gratitude for it will help you move through the process more quickly. But the key thing here is surrender. Surrender to the process. And this is also just on a larger scale as we have been so much in our masculine energy as a society and the universe is just pushing us hard into our feminine, pushing us hard into surrender, moving from doing, doing, doing to surrender, being, exploring, like we are getting pushed there whether or not we like it. And the more you fight it, the more you are elongating the process. The sooner you fully surrender to the process, and start doing that deeper work, that deeper exploration, exploring what is my identity? Who am I really? What really matters? What is my purpose here? What is really going on in the world? What is the purpose of all of this? What do I believe is larger than me? What are the pieces of myself that I have been suppressing, that I have been turning away from, that I have been avoiding the pieces of my personality, the emotions I felt that I've suppressed? Why do I feel tied to the things I feel tied to? The sooner you surrender to the process, the sooner you'll be able to learn these deeper lessons. And that is emotional, physical, spiritual surrender. So that means if the universe is trying to clearly force me out of my house, then I'm just going to freaking, I'm just going to freaking go. I'm not going to put up a fight. If I'm clearly getting pushed out of my job and I know it's not in alignment for me, but I'm holding on because of my ego and the universe is trying to pull it away, then I'm just going to surrender. I'm going to say, okay, I trust you and I am just going to not hold on to the job anymore. 
or with the relationship. You're holding on so tightly and there's this piece of you that knows this isn't the right relationship. Something is wrong. I'm not supposed to be here. You can try and hold on, but it's probably going to blow up in your face and you're going to get ahead of it and make the process easier for yourself if you just surrender and exit what you know is not in alignment because the sooner you surrender and give up the things that you are being pushed, guided to give up, the things that you know you shouldn't be tied to, but your ego is attached to, the sooner you can start to learn the lessons. And let me tell you, the lessons take a hot second to learn. And by a hot second, I mean usually a long ass time. And like I've said before, you can't fake a vibration. So I see this all the time with clients who are going through an ego death and they, well, first of all, they usually resist for a while and they try and logic their way out of it. it just ends up happening. And they finally quote, surrender, but I can tell they haven't actually emotionally surrendered. And they're saying, no, I've learned my lesson. I I know I won't do that. My ego's not attached to it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just sitting there like, (laughs) do you really think I can't tell that you are bullshitting me? And more importantly, bullshitting yourself because we all know. And people lie to themselves all the time because they're trying to, they're trying to rush the process. They're trying to learn the lessons. And by just saying that you've learned a lesson, you haven't really. It is it is the moments of just being brought to your knees, your chest ripping apart, you're sobbing, you're like, who the hell am I? What am I doing? I mean, this happened to me. This was actually a couple months ago and I had this moment. It wasn't the first moment I've had something like this, but it's it's those moments that that really stand out. Again, it literally brought me to my knees. I was sobbing, weeping like I just felt like everything was falling apart. I felt like I cannot do another day of this. And what I was going through at the time, I was, I felt like I had learned the lesson. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Okay. Why are things not changing? And it wasn't until I really felt all the deep shit, all the hard shit and things came out that I didn't even consciously realize I was afraid of. I was thinking about, and I was just crying so hard. I mean, I literally thought my chest was going to rip open times like that at the times when we are actually in the process of learning the lessons. So the sooner you can fully surrender, say, fuck it, I I really actually surrender. I really actually give up. I am ready to do the work. I'm ready to learn the hard lessons and I'm just going to go with the flow of this, whatever it means, whatever I have to release, I will release to make space for what is better for me, for what I need to learn. And you fully, completely, honestly let go of trying to rush the process or trying to get through it right? It's as soon as, as soon as we fully surrender, as soon as we fully give up that it happens more quickly. Whenever we try and put a timeline on something and we're like, no, I want this to happen by, by this date. I hope, I hope this tough part ends by the end of the month, right? Because I got, I got shit to do. You are elongating the process. Surrender. I know it's hard. I know it's hard, but it is so that you can grow and expand in ways you never could have imagined before. And it's giving you a chance to really learn who you are and the truth of your identity from a very honest, pure, loving place instead of my ego wants my identity to be this, so that's who I am. And ego death is giving you the opportunity to explore the truth of who you really are and also be open to an ever-changing identity fluctuations in life and who you are and your interests and not getting so attached because that's the thing we always grow shift and change and the second we get attached to something we're getting attached because of our ego 
right? We get attached because, oh, this makes me feel safe. This gets me praise. People look up to me because of this. People think I'm successful because of this. I feel like I belong because of this. Really exploring the why, the intentions, the why. But sometimes it has to be stripped from us for us to actually face the question. Because if you think you can actually do the deep work to explore who you really are, what the purpose of everything really is, to actually be honest with yourself about where you're meant to go and what you're meant to be doing, and have the strength and the courage to let go of things that scare the shit out of you because they're not in alignment. If you think you can do all of that while still attaching yourself, holding on to everything that your your ego tells you keeps you safe, secure, worthy, then I don't buy it. I'm going to say 99% of times for us to do that work, we have to let go of what our ego is attached to. That's the whole point. Who am I when everything my ego wants to hold on to is taken away from me? What really makes me worthy? What really makes me feel like I have value? Whose validation am I really seeking? This is what the ego death allows you to explore and it allows you to rebuild from a stronger foundation, a foundation that no one else can crack, a strong foundation. And when you rebuild from that place, not from the ego from love, humility, truth, honesty, integrity. That is something no one else can take away from you because your identity is no longer attached to something external. And you become better and better at surrendering and trusting, which allows you to receive so much more. So remember that if you're going through an ego death right now, you are not alone. And October, November, both have big energies for ego death. So a lot of people are really experiencing this again or for the first time where it's getting really heightened in these months on the individual level. And of course, we're experiencing it as a collective. So you are not alone. It is truly for your highest and best. And my advice is to surrender to the process, practice trust, and let yourself explore these deeper questions, explore the emotions you've been pushing away, explore the traumas you haven't wanted to deal with, explore the pieces of your personality, your likes, your dislikes, anything that you have been suppressing or pushing away, and really start to open yourself up to exploring your identity, your purpose, and being open to, okay, what am I meant to learn from this? Where am I really meant to go? I'm sure every person listening to this is either going through an ego death themselves or has a loved one, family member, friend, acquaintance who is going through one. I am sending lots of love your way. You're going to get through this. Share this episode if you think it would help someone else. You can just take a screenshot and make sure you tag me on Instagram if you share it on your stories. I appreciate it so much when you guys share and tag me and make sure you comment on my latest Instagram post and let me know what you thought about this episode, if it helped you. As always, if you want access to my private Instagram page, you can head to the channel crew on Instagram. That account has exclusive posts, secret IG page. If you want access to it, all you have to do is leave a rating and review on iTunes for the podcast take a screenshot and DM that screenshot to that account at the channel crew on Instagram. And when I get your request to follow and that screenshot in the DMs, I will grant you access to the page. You can also connect with other listeners in our free Facebook group. It's called the channel crew on Facebook. You can just search it and request to join. 
if you want access to that group. Thanks again so much for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode. 